You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Madness. But it doesn't mean there's not money to be made playing DFS, DFS. NBA basketball of the evening. We'll talk some NASCAR as well. I've already put together a, a NASCAR lineup. A lot of value I found on the board this week uh, in NASCAR. The King, Scott Engel on the radar today. The Jester, Tony Sincata with us right now. <laughs> I'm here getting it done. Hey, congratulations to Eagles fans for uh, your team acquiring one of your own. Who's that? Michael Bennett fits right in. I was going to say uh, congratulations to Eagles fans. What, did they, have they not uh, punched someone in the face in the last hour? Oh, he, he got indicted for uh, knocking over a paraplegic. Have they, not, uh, have they not eaten a pile of dog shit in the last hour? <laughs> <laughs> when you say congratulations, Philadelphia Eagles fan. I'm thinking that's pretty open-ended, Tony. Like, yes. Yeah. Like we have you know, what, what? What? What have they? How far? Like what have they done? Have they not done something dumb in the last hour? Yeah. Now that they acquired a, a defensive lineman, I mean, a 300-pound defensive lineman that knocked over a paraplegic to get into the Super Bowl. Is there a video of this? Uh, he's he just got charged with it. Now Michael Bennett, of course. <laughs> Michael Bennett, of course, was the same guy that accused the Las Vegas Police Department of... Yes. Uh, it was a paraplegic woman, not even a man. Of harassment. I see it on the video, too. I mean, he did look suspicious in that video that you see in Vegas. Oh, and it gets worse. She was 66-year-old paraplegic woman. He's <laughs> fired up for the season. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. This is... Uh... This is crazy. All right. Uh, Drewzilla says, I'll take Cam's money. You telling me a kid from Queens can't whoop some nupty, nupty like Biden? Please, two shots. One to the face, Biden to the floor. Done. Oh, here's what happened with Bennett. They told him he had to use a different entrance, and this lady was part of the security team, so he knocked her over and walked in that way. <laughs> Where are you seeing this? Uh, if you can Google the Michael Bennett. Apparently, it's all over the place. This is from Fox News, so this is on Fox News. Oh, man, they're, they're going to love this. <laughs> yeah, Fox News is... Uh, I'm surprised Bright, Breitbart's not on this yet. They're uh, all over this Eagle situation. Went to a grand jury. He's saying so he fits right in in, uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah, they said, you know what, uh, we got this problem, Seattle said. Who will like this guy? Eagles fans. Yeah, Philadelphia Eagles defensive end and former Texas A&M. Aggie. Michael Bennett was indicted by Harris County Grand Jury on Friday on a felony charge. On a felony charge of an injury of the elderly yes. uh, uh, at the 2017 Super Bowl in Houston. 
Bennett was at Super Bowl watching his brother Martellus play for the Patriots. After the Patriots completed their comeback to beat the Falcons in overtime, Michael Bennett, who played for the Seahawks at the time, allegedly pushed his way onto the field to celebrate with his brother and the Patriots. In the process, he's accused of injuring a 66-year-old paraplegic woman (laughs) on the security team. That's not a good look. All right. Photos from the day show Bennett did have Super Bowl credentials. He was also on the field during the Patriots pregame warm-ups. Houston Police Chief Art Acevedo says after the Patriots win, Bennett forcibly opened locked doors in the tunnels of the stadium, then ignored security, pushed several security personnel to get to the field. He also said Bennett told security, y'all must, not, y'all must know who I am, and I can go wherever the F, F I want. I'm going on the field whether you like it or not. I was trying to, you know, like. <laughs> All right. Houston police chief says, I think it's pretty pathetic that you put your hands on a 66-year-old paraplegic and act like they just don't exist and treat them this way. As a result, a warrant has now been issued for Michael Bennett's arrest. Mm. It's not good. The charge, in, so that's the name of the charge, injury to the elderly. Includes intentionally and knowingly causing bodily harm to a person 65 years or older. Carries a penalty of up to 10 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. Well, how come he never got uh, fined for uh, t- hitting Brett Favre? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. This is uh, this is going to be a tough one because either way, I would think uh, the commission is going to have to weigh in he, since he wants to weigh in on everything else. Yeah, but yeah, this is this is one thing. You're telling me that the NFL didn't know about this incident and this happened two years ago? Yeah. Oh, they had to have. Oh, they had to have. They're like Facebook, like Zuckerberg, not knowing about data. Oh, I had no idea. I have to look into this. You own the company, jackass. Like, yeah, you don't know what's going on at Facebook. All right. Let's get, let's get into the NBA uh, right now. Busy night tonight in the association. Uh, largest total on the board, and dear God, we knew it was going to be high-scoring with the Pelican game last night, but, man, it was high-scoring. Phoenix and Cleveland tonight, 229, and you know, I guess we'll start right here, Tony. The question is, it's like since the beginning of time, right, to be or not to be, uh, to LeBron or not LeBron, and it's almost at your own peril if you don't, but is this the game where he doesn't play you know, a ton of minutes, and maybe he plays 28 minutes tonight, and, you know, he gets 50 DK points or something, but, yeah. you know, he's so freaking expensive, you know. What's your take on LeBron tonight? I'm not going to use him, and I still, I still think he gets 60 fantasy points. The problem is there's some red flags there, right? They're going against Phoenix. Phoenix, we they're the worst defensive team, so he could take advantage of that, and he could probably get 60 fantasy points in three quarters. They've been so ineffective that I don't see how they compete. I think Cleveland beats him good here, and he doesn't play enough here. And there's value because of some injuries. And, of course, the big injury tonight, Giannis Antetokounmpo's out for Milwaukee, which is going to create some value there. All right, so that leads me into the point guard position right now. And Eric Bledsoe. So how are you approaching this? Are you going Middleton or Bledsoe? I'm going Chris Middleton uh, in this one. It's hard to tell the usage rate when um, Antikubo's out because Antikubo, when he was out, so was uh, uh, your big man there, the guy that we all love, Mr. Jabari Parker. And so it's the first time that Parker will play and Antikubo will be out. I deserve a little credit for that play the other night as well. 
Yes, I'm playing him tonight, so make sure we have him in. So do I. I have Bledsoe and Parker in, but I want to get uh, Middleton. I have Middleton. In, I have Middleton and Parker. All right, so we're on the same page in yep. this one. You know, another. So looking at the value. So Eric Bledsoe tonight. Uh, Devin Harris is a guy I have in my lineup uh, tonight. Uh, Josh Jackson starting to light it up right now. Bobby, yeah, I'm using him at the two guard. Bobby Portis is a guy I have in my lineup. Uh, we're going with the, the three tenors. Felicio. A guy that I like to play, and I, you know, I don't like picking on the Raptors here, but he's been pretty freaking consistent, Tony. And my lineup sort of came into play here was Karis Levert. I got oh, yeah. Karis Levert tonight. Jabari, he's been playing well. Jabari Parker. Folks, I'm going to give you and, I'm gonna give you guys uh, it, our DraftKings lineup. In closing, Carl. I, I want, I want, on the Raptors, the Raptors, I like Lowry and DeRozan tonight on FanDuel. The prices are better over there. All right. Can I finish my lineup, Tony? Oh, I just want to, I didn't want people to forget that because some people play FanDuel and we play, you know, DraftKings. So I wanted to give them a little love. FanDuel owes me money. I can't they do? get in. Yeah, well, they're giving me some geolocation crap, and I'm, it's just it's garbage. I'm tired of dealing with it. So it's like, <laughs> it's like all right, I won't play at your place and whatever. So, yeah, Eric Bledsoe, Devin Harris, Josh Jackson, Bobby Portis, Felicio, Karis LeVert, Jabari Parker, Carl Anthony Towns. That's a lineup I put together earlier today. Kyle Anthony Towns, I think, is the best play tonight in daily fantasy basketball. He's under ten thousand bucks. The Knicks have no front court. I like that one, but why uh, the Devin Harris pick? Um, I like the spot uh, tonight uh, for the Nuggets. Where is it uh, here? Where's it? The total two sixteen and a half. Uh, he plays. He's getting minutes uh, right now with no Gary Harris. He's getting minutes right now, Tony. He got 29 fantasy points, 28 in his last two games without them. He went 25 in 27 minutes. So he's averaging over fantasy per point for, per minute for everybody out there. Um, at 4000 bucks, it's a good play. No, hold on. I got my NASCAR uh, lineup here. I want to get my NBA lineup back up open. But I, I have a cheap guard, too, that I was using, yeah, four, so I want to ask you. As you mentioned, $4,000. Um, you know, he's averaging, I think he'll play in the same ballpark, 27 to 30 minutes here this evening. Does a little bit of everything. You know, as long as the shots uh, fall for this guy, it'll be fine. Uh, you know, the, the assists are going to be there. It's going to be a higher scoring game tonight. You know, when, when you go cheap, it's always a little bit of a gamble, Tony. But oh, yeah. yeah. To, me, to me, the gamble is here, he's going to get us five times. He'll get me to 20. Can he get me to 24? I think so. Can he get me to 25, 27, maybe? So I'm looking at a guy that can get me, I think, six times my value. That's why I like Devin Harris. I like that. I like that. He's taking a shot. He's taking a shot. I'm taking a guy, too, at the shot, and I I don't love it. But Justin Holiday on the Bulls tonight, he's on 3400 bucks. They're playing without Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and Laurie Markkinen. He's going to start. He's got to get an opportunity to put up some points there, and he's 3400 bucks. And the other cheap guy I like tonight is your guy. He'll get playing time tonight, and he's on a roll. And it's a guy you've been playing, Ante Zizek, tonight. I think against Phoenix, he'll put up some big numbers. Now, the last game against uh, Toronto, he only put up 6.75. Before that, 22 and 22. Phoenix has no answer for anybody over there at center. And this game should be a blowout as well, yep. which should lead to some minutes uh, for him. I'm looking, you know, when you see in the blowout games, you know, in a blowout game, he'll play 15, 20 minutes. Now they're depleted right now. 
Um, Kevin Love lit it up the other night, but he's pretty expensive right now. So Zizek, uh, $3,400. There's one more must-play game. You might have to get this guy in. Jordan Bell tonight, 4200 bucks. Durant's yeah, like out, Jamon Green's out, and Omri Caspi's out. I do like Jordan Bell. Man, the other the other night when we were talking about who do we take in this uh, with Golden State, man, it was freaking uh, Quinn Cook. Yeah, Quinn Cook's been Quinn Cook's been going off, dude. Then he got hurt. Forty-two, forty-four, thirty-two. But Curry's back now. Yeah, Curry's back this evening. Ten points. They're ten point favorites. Yeah. I do like the Jordan Bell pick. I do like the uh, I do like the Devin Harris pick for four thousand dollars, Tony. I'm looking for value here, you know. Gabe's uh, Gabe's feeling it. I do we like my job. last night. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a piece of it. Uh, I like the Josh Jackson pick. The price is getting up there, but listen, this was my favorite player coming into the draft, and I'll live with it. It is what it is. He was a little slow out of the gate. Now it's a little deceptive because of the games that he's playing in, but. They're just leaving him on the floor now, right? I mean, oh, 37 minutes, thir- 36 minutes. Yeah, he's taken, uh, well, he's taken 42 <laughs> shots in the last two yeah. games. Yeah. But you can you can do that when you're down by 30, right? And it's like whatever. Yeah. So it's a perfect fantasy storm situation right now. The only problem is it's $6,900, but Cleveland don't play defense. It's getting, you know, look, Toronto scored 79 points in the first half the other night. There's going to be points put up on the board in this game. And you know Josh Jackson's going to be part of it. I like Jackson here at sixty nine hundred bucks. Uh, I love him tonight too. I think he's one of the better plays in fantasy basketball. The guy that I think he, it's a risk, and I had him in my lineup and I took him out is Alfred Payton because his playing time's gone downhill. But they don't defend guards, right? Yeah, he's only I put know. up fourteen fantasy points in twenty two minutes in his last game. Put up twenty two in twenty seven minutes. Then he only played seventeen against Utah. Five fantasy points, but he played Cleveland on March thirteenth, and he put up twenty-five fantasy points. What about Westbrook uh, tonight? So we're talking about LeBron yeah. James. You're passing. He's eleven-one. It's against the Miami Heat. It's not the best situation uh, for him. What do you? What do you, What's your take on Westbrook? I think he's one of the better gods to play tonight. But again. I'm not going to play him. I'm going to I'm going to go and I'm going to grab Kyle Anthony Towns and try to pair him with another nine or ten thousand dollar player. Steph Curry is back, ten thousand six hundred dollars. We don't know what the minutes are going to be like. Damian Lillard, they're hosting the Boston Celtics this evening. Bradley Beal against the Denver Nuggets tonight. Uh, Tony Bradley Beal uh, coming off uh, the numbers starting to flatten out uh, a little bit right now. Yeah, so it's shooting guard for me. It's Josh Jackson, Middleton, and Oladipo. Uh, all the guys, you know, for the 6,900 is Jackson's in the middle. Middleton and Oladipo are top. And then Justin Holiday will get the start. For, he's at only 3,400. And is going to get a lot of playing time, too, with all those injuries. The Toronto game tonight is interesting. Due, due, due to the fact, Tony, that this one could be a blow. The Raptors have lost two straight games. No, sorry, they've lost two or three. They lost Oklahoma City, they beat Orlando, and then they lost to Cleveland. But it's just, it's I been, I, they're in a bad mood right now. They're coming into tonight, they're in a bad mood. They could really kick the crap out of them. So it leads you to really be rolling the dice with one of the Raptors' second unit guys. DeLon Wright continues to kill it right now. He's getting minutes. He looked good in that game against Cleveland. Yeah, yeah I think he gets some minutes tonight, too. 
He's forty five hundred dollars. His price point, you know, it's gone up. I mean, before he was yeah. in the thirty six hundred, thirty five hundred dollars range. But you look at the production right now, Tony. Twenty uh twenty five or more in four straight right now. Twenty one or more in um six of the last seven. Some nice little production for a four thousand dollar player, forty five hundred dollar player. You know what's really surprising me about when you look at the Raptors is how much playing time Poeti's getting lately. And they're the worst team at covering centers. He in his last game against Cleveland he had twenty seven minutes that he let him play. I don't know why he stayed in there. He put up thirty one fantasy points. And this is the worst team against centers in the league. If he gets twenty fantasy points at thirty seven hundred bucks, he's gonna have a big day. Yeah, the thing with Jakob uh, Pertle is he's a better real player than fantasy player. In a sense, like he has a good impact on the game, you know, when, he, when he's on the court. All right. Uh, you know what? We'll get Tony's lineup on the other side. The King on the radar, Scott Engel, but uh, we'll, we'll still get to Tony's NBA lineup so you can get it in. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Lineup lock live continues. All right, let's jump right in, uh, Tony. Let's get to Fire you. Uh, let's, yeah, let's get to your lineup. Hold on, let me open up a, a let me open up another page because I got a lineup that's nearly complete right now. I don't want to lose. First up is my fellow Italian, Victor Oladipo, eighty-two hundred. The L.A. Clippers are dead last at covering guards. Victor Oladipo has not put up a 40-point game in quite a bit of time. Tonight's the night. Get fired up, people. Victor Oladipo supports his Italian heritage. He always, then we're going screws, ch- me. He always screws me. <laughs> me he too. Does. Josh he really Jackson, 6900 bucks. Chris Middleton. Let me see. Stupid. Stupid contest, man. There's not, enough, not, not as many contests as I would like uh, right now. I'll tell you that much. All right. So you got Victor Oladipo. Then you got Josh Jackson, who's really starting to light yeah. it up right now. Yes, not not from uh, Carmel, Indiana. And Chris Middleton, 8300 bucks. I like the Middleton. Against the Chicago Bulls. I like it. And then we're going Jordan Bell as uh, the Golden State front court is out tonight. Yeah. And he's at 4200 bucks. Yep. Kyle Anthony Towns, they call him Cat. 
9800 bucks. Well, hopefully he plays better than his uh, cats did last night. Yep. Uh, Justin Holiday, 3400 bucks will start for the Bulls with they have a litany of injuries. Japari yep. Parker at 5400 bucks tonight. This is this one's interesting because the other night you were like, oh, no, not Jabari Parker. <laughs> well, see, that's how I know, the NBA. Yeah. I know. I know the Greek freak is out, though. I'm aware. Once I'm aware. he's out, a man with large hands. You know, he's going to be on uh, 60 Minutes this week, and they talk about his hand size. He's Stormy Daniels. <laughs> we're, ta- we're talking about Carson Palmer's uh, uh, hand size uh, yesterday to go along with uh, Sam Darnold. I guess he's got the exact same hands as uh, – Carson Palmer. <laughs> do, you, do you think that uh, makes a little Andy month? Dalton. Andy oh, Dalton. No. Oh, my bad. My, my bad. Yeah, he's got the exact same hand measurements as uh, Andy Dalton. I Jacob, think Aaron Rodgers already dumped Danica Patrick, actually. He did? Yeah. All right, so your last guy, you're going with Potal here? I'm going with Jacob Potal, 3,700 books. I think he goes by Jacob. You think? Yeah. He's not a biblical creature. I think he's Polish. <laughs> so that that makes him anti-biblical. We had a Polish pope, you know. Pope John Paul was Polish. Yeah, he was. He got shot. You know, I, we know a lot of stuff on this show, huh? Yeah, we try to we try to educate people on the way. Little little tidbits. People are like, yeah, I don't care about the pope. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a good Friday and a pope heritage good, on the show. It's a good. Uh, it should be. That should be his nickname. Jakob Podol. It's like the Pope. Yak Yak Pope. Yeah. Yes. yes. He's a good player. He's a, he's a very good player, man. He, he's not intimidating to paint this kid. But like I was saying, he's more of a. Um, I think he's more of a. Um, he's he's more of a reality player. Like he does have an impact on the game. All right. So the fact that I don't hear the King taking a pot shot at you yet, Tony, leads me to believe that the King's not with us. What the hell happened here? Uh, Mike Floyd like, or the King? It's not like him to uh, you know not be on the air, right? <laughs> no, no, that's not anything. That'll never happen. That's why I don't understand this. I, I enjoy to the I enjoy the banter between the two of you. <laughs> he's a he's a one of a kind of individual, and um, I can't believe he stood us up. Uh, you know, this yeah, we're gonna this this will stick for a while. Actually, you're right. We're not we're not gonna let up on this one. All right, so let's jump in and talk some NASCAR right now because I put a lineup together. All right. Oh, you got a lineup uh, already? Yeah. What do you got? Yeah, you know, obviously we adjust, but um, I come yeah. prepared, Tony. Like like I'll play Scott's role right now. I come prepared. Yeah, um, I tell Scott that you can't have the proper information without the uh, where they're starting. I, the yeah. pole position. I need the pole position. You know, but there is there is a serious track record of histories that we can go on. So yes. I'm going to start off with Kyle Busch here, Tony. Still looking for his first win of the year, but he's been knocking on the door. Uh, he likes Martinsville. Um, he's won two of the last four races at this track. Uh, he's finished inside the top five in five straight races here. Kyle Busch. You look, uh, Harvick, and Harvick's been dominating. Truex has been getting it done, but Busch has been right there. Uh, Harvick and Truex, this isn't their type of uh, race. One thing we should note here, too, Tony, for, for the DFS players, it's a short track, so there's more laps, right? There's 500 freaking laps, so leading laps uh, does come into play here, right? It's going to help. They're just uh, There are more laps than usual. Yeah. Uh, Denny Hamlin, $9,400. Uh, 
Um, he's got five cup uh, wins here, two truck wins here, so seven overall in his career. Uh, he's been great uh, this year. He's run top six in every race this year, with the exception of the uh, the race in Las Vegas, Nevada. Denny Hamlin's just a good driver, and you know, it, to me, there's there's the usual suspects that know how to handle the traffic and congestion uh, on this uh, on this surface on this track uh, here. So I've got Kyle Busch. I got Denny Hamlin. Uh, I'm going with uh, with uh, Ty Dillon, uh, Austin Dillon, Austin Dillon. This guy, he loves it here, Tony. $7,700. He's a nice value pick here, Austin Dillon, this week. Uh, eight starts here, two top fives, two top tens. Started 29th, he finished fourth. He started 20th, he finished fifth. You know, that's, that's some nice production. And I'm hoping for the same type of numbers here at $7,700. Rolling the dice with A.J. Allmendinger. Allmendinger, known as a road course guy. Of course, he was on the champ cart circuit, uh, Indy circuit before. Uh, but since 2016, he has three top tens here at Martinsville, including a runner-up, second-place finish. Almondinger, only $6,400. I'm taking Jimmy Johnson. Not in the best form. and Ooh. people never, Everyone's like, ah, no, not Jimmy, not Jimmy. This is the spot I'm telling you, uh, Tony. Jimmy Johnson, he's coming off the ninth-place finish at Fontana. He likes this track a lot. And the thing is here, Tony, it's not a plate race, but... The advantage of Harvick and Truex and their car and the downforce advantage that they have is taken away in the congestion here, man. This is bumper-to-bumper, 96 miles an hour type of stuff. It's completely different. So having the way better car doesn't really, you know, come into fruition here. And Jimmy, man, I can't overlook the fact that he's a nine-time winner here. He's confident coming in, $9,100. And here's a real nice long shot here for you, Tony. Daryl Wallace Jr., $6,200. You know, listen, he finished second at the plate race at Daytona to open up the season, and then he sort of faded a little bit. But he likes it here. He's run well here in the past. In fact, he got his first ever NASCAR official win here in the truck series. He's actually won here. He's raced here six times, and he's won here twice. He's a good driver. He likes this track. Roll the dice with Daryl Wallace Jr. at $6,200. Daryl Wallace Jr. For, for all the, the uh, pole position doesn't happen until 5 p.m. on Saturday. I don't know why it's so late this week. Uh, other guys that have done well here, Clint Boyer. He notched yes, two top tens at Martinsville last year. Uh, he has run seven out of ten. Seven out of eight top ten. Seven out of eight. So out of his last eight races, seven out of eight, he has finished in the top ten. So Clint Boyer, a guy getting it done on this track. Uh, Brad Kazlowski's a guy uh, that I seem to like every week. I love my Polish race drivers, I guess, here. Uh, he's right uh, there. Either him or Kyle Busch are going to win this race this week, I think. So it's really – I want to put a lineup together, actually. I'm going to do it. He's well, average. I'm yeah. I'm going to so get Kyle and Kazlowski in there. He hasn't won since 2012, Brad Keselowski, right? But his average finish is third. So he's right there every single year. This is the weekend. Yeah, he'll be right there again. He'll be first or second type thing. First, second, third. And you mentioned Kyle Busch. You nailed that one. Uh, how about Ryan Blaney? Blaney has just one top ten at Martinsville in four starts, but he scored a 19 stage points here last year. Fifth most among drivers. He has the seventh best average running position at the track, which suggests if he's starting back in the pack, Ryan Blaney could be a guy that could uh, get you some position. My boy Ryan Blaney. I used to have a uh, one of his action uh, cars. Uh, really? 
Yeah, and action figures. Yeah, I don't know why. Of all people, Ryan Blaney, but I did. You got to have somebody. I'm fired up for some DFS tonight here in the NBA. Hopefully, you know, the problem is, Tony, NBA, you need so it's near perfection, man. It's so frustrating. Uh, well, it's crazy. Last night, I uh, I didn't think I was going to make the money, so I stopped. Uh, I stopped, you know, I usually have the uh, live scoring on, so I stopped. And then uh, late at night, I decided to take a look, and I say, oh, yeah, I'm in the money. Yeah. Yeah, I made a little profit back, but I'm, I'm yeah. trying to hit. The, I'm trying to hit the big score here, Sincata. Yeah, but you got to hit. The, you got to hit the. You got to hit the little scores to stay in the game. That's the thing. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Because the big one's going to happen, but it doesn't happen all the time. So you got to stay in the game. It's like you got. <laughs> you got to. You got to. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while, you got to hit a money line favorite to stay in the game. Yeah, and that didn't. So uh, Nevada last that, night. Jesus, I got killed last night. Crushed. Man, it was frustrating. They looked so good out of the gate, too, didn't they? Oh, my God. And Ly- Loyola aren't the type of team that are great at coming back, right? So, um, you know, you know they've they got They were all layups. How many layups did Loyola have last night? They got to the hole so easy in that game. It was crazy. Yeah, the old pick-and-roll defense of uh, Nevada lacks. <laughs> Eric Musselman. And it's so frustrating to me, too, even at the end of the game. Clock mismanagement. I got into an argument yeah. with someone about this after. If there's 20 seconds left and you're down, or sorry, there was a four-and-a-half-second differential, essentially. So with the shot clock, there was 39 seconds left, and they're like, all right, we're down. We're down one. We'll, we'll play defense, and we'll play this out, and we'll get the ball back with four seconds left down one. It's too risky to do that, Tony. And I see yeah. this on a nightly basis where coaches want to play it out. We saw it with Portland and Houston the other night, remember? Same yep. thing. The Portland Trailblazers, like, all right, you know, we'll play this out. Maybe we'll get the ball back with five seconds left down three. Yeah, what happened? Houston took the shot out with one second left on the shot clock, and then the ball ricocheted like the half court after. And it was a big scrum. There was like, you know, 1.8 left. The Chicago Raptors and the Cavaliers. Did the same crap late. Like, they tried to play it out instead of just fouling right away. You know, it's amazing. You know, Jim Valvano and the famous Don't Ever Give Up speech, everyone knows that speech, you know, and everyone knows the speech from the ESPYs. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Everyone knows that. And, you know, people should, instead of just watching a speech, they should watch how we actually won the national championship game in which he started to put Georgetown on the line with, like, three and a half minutes left in the game, Tony. He I remember. the game. He extended the game. He was like, you know what? We have a better chance of winning. These guys miss a, th- a free throw every now and then. We'll hit a three, and we'll just, we'll st- you know, it's like I said, fouling late in the game is like going to a pawn shop. It's not ideal, but you're extending. You're buying time right now. I don't in Nevada, you know, and then they hit a stupid three, Tony, with one well, second left. Good for you, yeah. you know? Well, Nevada got some bad luck last night uh, in defense of Musselman. Never have I ever seen this happen before. They only had four team fouls at the end of the game, right? So when they went to foul, they weren't get, they weren't getting to the line because they only had four team fouls. I know. I know. It was like I've never ever ever seen that. Like four and a half, four team fouls. Yeah, you know that's why I tweeted last night. Loyola Chicago are the uh, 
are the luckiest team I've ever seen. They really are. I mean, they've won they've won three games now. They've won three games by a span of four points, Tony. It's getting pretty frustrating. And I've been against them all three games. Like you said, the backdoor screen, the layups, they just – Oh, my God. Of, it was like high school. It was like high school ball. I was watching that. Nevada, the Nevada kids, like they'd never seen it before. They were just standing there watching it. That little point guard, I, I, I worked in Overland Park, Kansas, where he played AAU basketball, and I'm like, this dude's like 5'10". He probably got no other scholarship offer except this Loyola Chicago one, and he's schooling these these Nevada players. It was driving me insane. Yeah, Nevada, well, you know, it was a toss-up, Tony. Nevada had led for an, an all of four minutes and 24 seconds, right? We talked about that coming into this. That's what it is, and now... You know, I'm 0 for 3 betting against Sister Jean. You know, I'm, I'm not in a hurry to bet against her right now again. Yet, you know, I bet against them all the time. If I take Loyola Chicago now and Kansas State wins, I'm going to be pissed. I have no choice but to bet on Kansas State. Like, I really don't. Yeah, I already know what's going to happen. This N- this NCAA season is so screwed up, right? It, right before the playoffs, we had all these teams we were worried about. We had the Arizona coach step aside. Then he comes back. Loyola Chicago is going to win, and then two of the players are going to get suspended because they took like two hundred bucks and free tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I see it happening. Well, it's like I told you earlier. We're going to find out Sister Jean's. Uh, she's a crisis actor. It's not. not uh, even sure. It's nice. Nice. Not. It's just, she doesn't even go to the school. She doesn't even work there. How come we never heard of her before? <laughs> and how come she picked someone else in the bracket? Well, because, yeah, you know, it goes to show that uh, she said she made multiple brackets. She's like you, numerous lineups. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do what you got to do to succeed in this world. Do you consider Weird Al a musician? Oh, yeah. I, Weird, Weird Al's great. Would you, like to open up? Would you like to open up for him? Oh, it'd be an honor. It'd be great. Uh, we could. Let's see if we can have that happen. I've seen Weird Al uh, Yankovic in concert before. He's very good. Yeah. Very talented guy. i never seen him yet. His problem is now artists are too uptight. Like you said before, yes. like the older artists would be like, oh, yeah, do it. It'd be funny. Now, yeah. like the new artists are like, oh, I don't know if I want you doing that. And you're making fun of me. And like, people are <laughs> soft. Soft. All right. Soft. We'll, be, we'll be right back with our picks. More DK Talk picks. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses. No strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Oklahoma City Thunder and the Miami Heat total 218 uh, this evening. Hawks and Warriors total 221. T-Wolves and the Knicks high total there too as well, 226. A lot of high totals, Tony. Brooklyn and Toronto, 222.5. Pacers and Clippers. So looking at the stack uh, games here. The problem is that the, the Toronto Raptors, I think they really could massacre the Brooklyn Nets. That wouldn't shock me if they did. So 
that's kind of a tough one. You you like uh, Jakob Podol? He's in, in in the in the rotation. Delon Wright could be worth a look tonight as well, guys. Minnesota Timberwolves need the wins, and it's on the road, so it's not. You know, I, I don't know if they're just going to kill the Knicks and blow them out. I think Carl Anthony Towns does go off uh, there, but, but if we're looking at stocks here, Tony, where where are you looking at? Oh, I like the, I like the uh, Milwaukee uh, Bucks because of Giannis Antetokounmpo out and a good matchup there. So I think like a Middleton, Bledsoe, Parker, uh, all in play. And then I like the Minnesota game against a team with a lack of defense. I was uh, earlier today on um, a lot of the Cleveland players, too. Uh, on FanDuel, I thought it was easier to get Kevin Love. I could get Kevin Love, LeBron James, Zizek, and Clarkson all in the same lineup against the Phoenix Suns. Clarkson's a guy to watch tonight because he hasn't been getting enough playing time, but Calderon played too many minutes in that game against Toronto. He played 28 minutes. They, they won't use him that much again. Clarkson's going to get playing time tonight. I just threw, another, threw together another lineup right here. Devin Harris, Josh Jackson, Chris Middleton, Jordan Bell, Carl Anthony Towns, DeLon Wright, Felicio, Eric Bledsoe. I like this lineup, actually. There you go. So I just look at the Heat, the Thunder. The Thunder are one of the better teams defensively in the league, and people don't uh, equate that with Russell Westbrook. Uh, but that 218.5 total, they've gone over that two times in the last seven games. You like the under? Yes. All right. Uh, you know what? I Last night was frustrating, Tony. I loaded up on Michigan. I'm a Michigan fan. The game goes over the number. I'm on, I'm on Nevada. Nevada's looking good most of the night. And I'm thinking, ooh, it's going to be a great start, man. I'm going to be 3-0 and out of the gate here. And then, Tony, I take a Nevada-Liola-Chicago in-game over 140. Mm. Finished 139. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm so I lose. I lose in Nevada bet. <laughs> I lose the in game over. Suddenly, instead of being three and zero, oh, I'm two and two, and I'm down juice. And then the wheels really fall off late at night. How about Florida State? Are people going crazy up there in Jacksonville at Florida State no. last night? I live. I live in Gatorland, so uh, they're, they're not. Uh, they're not into yeah, it. But ta- I'll tell you Tallahassee, what. Ta- yeah, Tallahassee's right on the border, right? I know. Yeah, let in yeah, Hamilton, yeah. man. It, it, you know. He's got to be disgusted that Louisville's talking to that, that knucklehead at Xavier, and he keeps winning. Yeah. Leonard, well, Leonard Hamilton, not a, he doesn't get the respect, right, for one reason or another. And even me, even me, I brought it up last night. I'm like, man, you got Mark Few versus Leonard Hamilton. Yeah. You know, Mark Few's been there, done that before. But there's the thing with the tournament, Tony. Like, look, like Florida State are in the Elite Eight now. Are Florida State really one of the top eight teams in the country? No. No, They're I not, think we, but it's the uh, tournament. It's a tournament format. It doesn't really produce the best team, really, to be honest with you. I think we, we're learning now with a lot of the big schools getting these one and done players, and the other and the other schools sort of getting the two and three year players. They get a little more cohesion. It balances things out. And the yeah. one thing I'm learning from this tournament: take the points. Just take the points. I know, which leads us into tonight, which I know it's crazy. <laughs> Because I don't like the points tonight. No, tonight, I don't either. I think Villanova wins easy tonight. Yeah, so Villanova's up to five and a half right now. It was five. Yeah. It was five and a half. Went down to five. It's back up to five and a half. Late money coming in on uh, Villanova right now. And then you got the same number, uh, five, in the Kansas-Clemson game, Tony. And the two upsets last night, those were the numbers, five. Yeah, I know. It's a, I mean, it's I, tough, I, it's a tough I like, number, five. I like Kansas tonight, and I'm scared to death of that game. 
because it reminds me of every other game that we've already seen. I think the two best teams that I've seen in this tournament so far play, though, is uh, Villanova and uh, Duke. Villanova and Michigan. <laughs> I'm getting, and Michigan took a, you know, as much as people don't want to remember, it took a last-second shot to move on in one of those games. Doesn't matter. So well, what about Loyola Chicago? Taking three last-second shots. I'm just saying, I don't think they're the best team that I've seen play as of yet. Did you watch them play last night? Yes, they look very good. Every, sh- I, I mean, there was a point. It didn't matter where they shot it from. It was going in, right? And in that game, that was insane. The shooting that went on early in that game. Who are you taking into Syracuse in the Duke game? Oh, nobody. I, the, the, the numbers nobody. too big. You, I'm you worried about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And then Flano Florio's uh, pulling for for the Orange here, but. It's a tough spot for them. I'm 3-0 and with Syracuse. This is one of the harder boards I've ever seen here tonight, actually. It's oh, absolutely. It's a, the only game I like is Villanova. Yeah, I like Purdue. I do think Purdue's going to be Texas Tech, but they're without their center, right? Yeah, you, so, you still like them? I still like them, even without the center. What does it tell you that everyone knows they're without their center, yet the number's gone up from 1.5 to 2, from 1 to 1.5 to 2? Yeah. Like the odd, the odds makers are like trying to bait you to take Texas Tech. I think I'm reading between the lines here, but the Syracuse game, man, Syracuse have done nothing wrong in this tournament. They've won three games. They're cashing tickets as money lines, as ten point dogs, five point dogs, and every time it's the same thing. Why they don't match up with this team? Yeah, they won last game, but this team they don't match up with. Yeah, but. You know, every game is a but why they don't match up with somebody. And, yeah, they lost by 16 points earlier in the year to Duke. They did. But that was Syracuse, without Bagley, right? Without Bagley Jr. in there? Yeah. And, uh, no, Bagley played in that game. Okay. Bagley played thought, in that game. I thought they played twice already, though. No, they played once this year. And Duke okay. Duke only was uh, Duke was 2 for 18 from three-point land in that game. And they still won by 16. So people are saying, well, you know, they only went two of 18 and they're going to hit threes tonight. I think Duke's going to win the game. I don't want to sweat out the point spread. I'm taking a money line parlay. I've got the Kansas Jayhawks, Villanova Wildcats, and uh, Duke uh, Blue Devils money line plus 134. Plus 134. It's not a bad play, actually. I hope, I think. And uh, I like the overs in the games, and there's been movement on the overs, guys. Clemson in Kansas was 142. It's up to 144 right now. Late steam on the over this game. West Virginia, Villanova was 152, up to 150 and a half, 52 and a half uh, right now. And I do think both those games go over. And I'll tell you, Tony, every capper that I've talked to this week, like Syracuse and Duke to go under the number, but yeah. I don't bet I don't bet unders 132, man. That's that's a pretty low number. Well, that's the hard part about like giving 11, right? When the spreads, when the total's 132, it's hard to give 11, but they beat them by 16, and they only put up 104 points the first time they played. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking the score's going to be, it's going to be like 70, 70, no, 74, 57 or something. It's going to be right there. Like, you know, I lean towards the over a little bit. 
Really? You know, last night, last night, one of my only wins, Tony, besides the Michigan game, was uh, Campbell University, Campbell Soup. <laughs> oh, you, you know what? I was so pissed off when I saw that game because I wanted to bet it and I forgot. Like, well, like when you guys were talking about the Campbell Soup and it adding water or milk, I wanted to go and bet <laughs> that, and I got distracted by the milk, uh, whether it was homogenized or not. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was destiny, right? The Campbell yes. Soup would get it done, and it's great. Somebody did a screenshot of me last night. I was holding up Campbell Soup. And somebody did like a screenshot next to me to Wilbur Ross, the old dude that was holding up the soup cans last time. <laughs> that was, a, you sure that was his last name? I remember Wilbur now, but I, it was a Ross. Yeah, Wilbur Ross. Really? Yeah, that's he's the. Uh, what is he? The treasure you know what? Or something like uh, every. I tell my mother all the time. Like I was abused as a child, and that's one of the abuses. Like every parent gave their kid Campbell's soup, which is the worst crap that you could ever eat in your life. <laughs> and it, we all ate it. Well, it's the same thing with like the craft, uh, the craft American cheese slices. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you get you get arrested in Europe called that cheese. <laughs> How about the craft uh, mac and cheese, the powdered mac uh, cheese? Yeah, 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 yeah. We call that craft uh, dinner, KD. Yeah. When I was yeah. a kid, no, no kid. What's the last world. time? When's the last time you ate that? Uh, the craft, the craft mac and cheese with the powder and everything. When I make it for my kids every once in a while, they like it. I ate it probably like two weeks ago. <laughs> Was it any good? It's You know what it is, Tony? It's one of those foods where if you don't have to eat it, it's not bad. Like you, you know what I mean? Like if you have money and like you're in a grocery store and you're like, yeah. Yeah, you know what? No, that'll be fun. Yeah, you know what? I'll get you know. Yeah, let's why not? I'll pound back a box. It's like ramen then, noodles. Then it's not bad. Yeah, exactly. But when you're in there and you're like, man, I've got six bucks on me, and man, I can I get. It. And then it's not so good. Suddenly, you know, thirty-two ramen noodles. That's all I can afford. Yeah, I haven't eaten ramen noodles in a little while, fortunately, but I might yeah, have me to. Either. I might, I might keep, have no, to start, too. I actually keep uh, them in the pantry just in case I go on a bad streak. You always see, too, these these hipster rabbit noodle places. I'm like, man, I'm about spending 18 bucks on some rabbit noodle place. That <laughs> costs 26 cents. For the, <laughs> yeah. How, How bad crazy is, is that? Yeah, I'm no health nut, but, man, that's a lot of sodium in that stuff. <laughs> that's all people say. They talk about the sodium there, you know. Uh, I don't know. What, what does too much sodium do to you? Does it help if you pick winners? Nah, it dehydrates you. I've had too much sodium in my life. I've been dehydrated. I didn't drink water for 46 years, 47 years. Why? I drinking one. I just then I drank soda, Gatorades. I never drank bottled water, but my insides got all hardened like my heart. <laughs> really? So, uh, so, yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I'm drinking water as we speak right now. And I, I've been eating healthy. Like, I used to eat junk food, like, every day, Tony. Like, every day. Like, I just mix yeah. up which place. Like, oh, I'll go to McDonald's today, KFC the next. You know what I mean? And I just constantly, I haven't, I'm not going to say I never have because I've been on the road a few times. I ate a Taco Bell. You know, I ate a McDonald's in Vegas, actually, last week. But I've been trying to be healthier. But with all these basketball games on, like, a good example is, look, dude, we're going to end this show. And and then the game tips off in 10 minutes. I don't feel like going to the grocery store and going to the fish section and, oh, I'll buy some salad. And So last night I ordered Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. Stuffed yeah, crust pizza? 
No, I got the they got like they got a meal in a box. Like I got the big box party meal. <laughs> <laughs> I got the ch- chicken chicken wings, pizza, and, uh, and, for, and, and to be healthy, I got the Caesar salad instead of the Cinnabite uh, dessert. <laughs> the Cinnabons, you skip them. Yeah, I'm Good not job. down with pizza. Yeah, I like breadsticks and Cinnabons. It's basically like the same dough that they made the pizza with. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And they just slop, slop some icing on it. I'm actually, I wouldn't mind some right now. And, you know, Cam's a bad influence on me, man. The guy's, like, leaving. He's, like, he's busted out. He's like, hey, Marenzi. He goes, I'll leave these for you if you need them. It's Kentucky Fried Chicken Coupons. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I've, got like, I've got KFC coupons on my table. I, you stare at them for two days, Tony. I want KFC now. This is the most dysfunctional show in radio. Like he's got you doing. Uh, he's got you now ordering Kentucky Fried Chicken. You have me betting thirty-two uh, games a, a night, and uh, we're all falling downhill. Yeah, he's falling apart here. <laughs> falling apart, man. All right, so Clemson and uh, Clemson and Kansas. This game tips off in, in ten minutes. Uh, like Kansas. I like Kansas, I am too, but I'm scared to death. You go money line though, right? You go money line. I money line parlayed Kansas, Villanova, and Duke for a plus one thirty four parlay. It's not bad. Not bad actually. You, you put a hundred. You put a hundred dollars on that. You get uh, two hundred. Uh, two hundred thirty four. Three hundred thirty four dollars back. Why don't you just skip Duke? Uh, because I'm a degenerate. I want some action on the game. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Duke are going to win. Because I think Duke are going to win, but I'm not sure yeah. they're going to cover. So that's why I want Duke. I'm just saying, you, you're going to get pretty close to it without having that third team. No, no. It's 700. Minus 700 is not that bad. And in this Purdue-Texas Tech game, I'm, you know what? This I'm, I'm taking the Harns, kid. Yeah, Haas is out. I mean, you notice these guys, Tony. We'll notice tonight. They're dead ringers. It's like one big goofy white blonde kid for another big white blue, yeah, it's goofy weird. blonde kid. Yeah. yeah, they look like brothers. Like you're like, which one's which? That's crazy. Yeah. So big the kid coming in tonight, he's good in the paint and stuff. He's a force. He's a menace. Like the kid's massive, but offensively, he's going to be a little bit raw. We were talking about it stylistically earlier. It is true. So basically, when you had Haas in there. He scores 14 points a game, which is pretty good in college. So, you know, you could pump it into him, and then he could kick it. He could either dunk it or he could kick it back out for an open look. So now you know Texas Tech are going to take the perimeter away a little bit more and say to the new the new Frankenstein kid, hey, you're going to have to beat us offensively. But I don't think the kid's going to be that much of a drop-off, to be honest, Tony. I mean, what's the, you know, we're replacing a 7-3-foot kid with a 7-1 kid, whatever, you know. You think he, I, he's got a little big country Reeves in him. No, hopefully, hopefully he's better than him. <laughs> well, big, big country was good. Big country was good in uh, in college, but yeah. man, he was he was a bust in the NBA with the Vancouver Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. We were trying to figure out who was the best Vancouver Grizzly of all time, and we gave it to uh, Big Country Reeves. No man, Sharif Abdul Rahim. Yeah, I know, but we want to get an American guy. Sharif, what do you mean American? Sharif, he's... That's, Are you that's sure? Why, yeah, yeah, no wonder you think Trump's going to beat... Uh, of course... Trump. <laughs> you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Remember, he was the kid at Cal, man. Remember yeah, I know. Yeah. It, was, it was hip in those days. They all changed their name. I know. Chris Jackson, right? Chris you Jackson. We, we're getting out of here. But you remember Larry Johnson hit a shot at Madison Square Garden in the playoffs... 
on TV on NBC praised Allah after no. hitting the shot. No. Yes.